everyone, it's Braden Kerr, and I hope you've had an amazing week this week, and I'm glad you're listening to Looking Back, Journeys from Meeting to Marriage again. So this week we have a super fun story for you guys. I had a great time hearing it and making it, and I laughed a ton while I was talking to this couple. Their names are Andrew and Robin Johnson, and they have a super cool story. And Andrew is actually from England, Robin's from Utah, so you're going to be able to hear his accent all throughout, which is always great. But yeah, they had a pretty cool story and uh, met when Robin was only 13, Andrew was a little bit older. And it's pretty funny to hear how it went from just a little girl crushing on this British man to a lot of really cool dates, some lost hope of ever getting married to anyone, and an incredible proposal. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, my name is Andrew Johnson. Um, I was born and raised in England, and I came over here when I was 19. And I'm Robin Johnson, and I grew up in Kaysville, Utah. Awesome. I am so happy to have you guys here today. I'm so excited to hear your story. Um, and I guess you can just get started with, right, how did you first meet? How did you come in contact with each other? So, as I said, I, I came over here when I was 19. Um, I'd been to America quite a few times before and knew that I wanted to go to school over here. So I had to have a sponsor family because I was an F1 visa. Um, and so you have to have somebody who signs for you. And so a family in Kaysville became my sponsor family. And so I came over here um, originally to go to Rick's. Um, and then after that, I left on my mission. But I came over here, and that is how I met Robin, because she was um, best friends with the family that I stayed with. Yeah. So I was 13 years old when we met. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do the math. Six yeah. years. <laughs> And I just remember my friend um, was telling me that this English guy was going to come live with him and he was really cute and she wanted me to meet him. And so um, I even remember the day we met, we were, it was a Sunday, he came to church for the first time. And so when I got into my young women's class, she's like, he's here, he's here, you're going to meet him after, <laughs> after class. And it was like the longest class. I was just dying to see what this foreigner was like because I lived in West Kaysville which is like the other side of the tracks I had never met oh, yeah. anyone from outside of the United States probably so anyway it was really exciting and then so I remember as soon as class ended we ran down the hall in our dresses at church because we were so excited to meet him and then I saw him and said hi and it was pretty much love at first sight and Andrew, do you remember that meeting? Was it love at first sight for both of you? <laughs> this little 13-year-old? Well, she was a little 13-year-old. <laughs> um, and, and so I was, I was 19. So, I mean, I, I sort of remember her, but really more as just my little sister's best friend. Um, okay. And then right after that, I, I went up to Rick's. And then right after that, I left on my mission and I went to New Zealand. So I was actually gone sort of for the next two years. So then when I got back, she was obviously a lot older. <laughs> two years older. Yeah, what, 15? 15. <laughs> well, that's older. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I just remember when he came back, I just still thought, oh my gosh, he is so good looking and he's so cute. And that accent, ah, it's just dying. So even though I was so much younger than him, I set a goal in my personal progress. <laughs> but I thought, if he asked me out, that would show how mature I was. So I'm going to try to really grow up so that you I can date Andrew Johnson. That's awesome. Your personal progress goal. So you must get asked out by Andrew Johnson. Yes. <laughs> that is an awesome goal. Wow. Way to, way to set those high. I, I don't think that's what they expected those goals to be like. But that was my yeah. goal. It seems like it worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So then you came back from your mission, Andrew, and did you go right back to school or did you have much opportunity to interact with each other? Well, when I got back from my mission, uh, I ended up going to Weber State. And so I lived at, at home with, with my American family. And so I saw Robin a lot, Okay. you know, but, but you know, just as, as a friend of the family. And of course, I'd see her every Sunday at church. Um, but I was, I was home from a mission. I was dating a lot just sort of trying to figure out, you know, what, what my plans were going to be. And then um, Robin turned 16, and my little sister convinced me that I should take her on a date. So, <laughs> oh, man. So, again, there's six years between us. And so um, she was 16, and I took her on a date, and you can pick it up from there. <laughs> so excited because of course now I could cross off my goal but <laughs> this is like all that I had ever dreamed of for years three years, years yes yes and it ended up being one of the worst dates I ever had. <laughs> oh no <laughs> um so he thought it would be fun if we went to go to a birthday party of his old missionary companion so here I am, 16, and we go and we're hanging out with these people that are married and they have children and they're talking about like diapers and coupons. And I was still a junior in high school. Like I was just having a good day if I could remember my lunch money for school. Like <laughs> it was just so young, you know, so really um, felt, I just realized how young I was that day compared to him. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> And so when we finally left, he's like, oh, I know, let's go miniature golfing. I'm like, great, that is so fun. And so we started golfing, and we were like on the third hole, and he said, this is so boring, let's just go. And I didn't know anybody who thought miniature golf was boring. It was still so fun to me. So I just, you know, internalized. I'm like, he's really saying that I'm boring, this is horrible. So then he had another idea. <laughs> yeah, so that was, a, that was a mistake. So then I thought I'd try and redeem it. So then the next day we went on was... Wait, just to back up a little bit. Okay, I have to ask, Andrew, I, I think I would have been a little embarrassed to bring a 16-year-old date to a mission reunion. I'm not going to lie. Did that go through your head at all? No, because she was beautiful. So there was no question about so that. So it was okay. All yeah, right. it was like, wow. Wow, how did you manage to get one that beautiful? So that, that was a good part. That was good. Plus, oh, he, okay. he was my trainer. So, I mean, it was, okay. and it was so just, it was cool. just the two of us. I mean, so it was not like a Oh, it wasn't like a bunch of people. It was just a companion. But anyway, so the second date wasn't actually much better. 
So I thought it would be actually cool to go to a ha haunted house because then she'd be all over me. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, good idea. <laughs> that that would be a great idea. But that didn't go so well either. And then she kept on critiquing my driving, which didn't go over too much better either. So we'd pull up, we'd pull up a stoplight, and you know, I'd, I'd you know, grown up in England and had my mission in New Zealand. And we'd pull up a, a stoplight, and I'd sit there, and she'd say, in our country, you can turn right on a red. I'm like, in your country? So anyway, so that, did, that didn't go over too well. Oh, that's funny. So we didn't really date again after that, for at least a year. Second date, you decided, nope, not going to work out. Yeah, I've done my obligation to my little sister. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're done. You done, Robin had gotten her goal. We're yeah. good. <laughs> Let's yeah. move forward. We could have ended there, but it gets better. <laughs> so it, just because we were all, you know, like common friends and a group, we would go dancing a lot. Not necessarily as a date, but just be in the group. So we kind of went dancing from time to time, and I was still hanging out of the house, so I still saw him, but now it was painful to see him. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> was, I felt rejected. <laughs> but... <laughs> He, uh, and then he started dating someone kind of seriously. He went up to the U. Yeah, so I, I transferred up to the U. So that's your third school already. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> count all my England ones. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was up at the U um, and started getting pretty serious yeah. with someone else. <laughs> and you, Robin, were you still thinking about Andrew? Did that concern you at all, or were you pretty much over it at that point? <laughs> well, I was... Um, I, I was always still thinking about Andrew, but, but now I was mad at him every time I thought about him. <laughs> it was not but, good thoughts. <laughs> there was this other guy that um, I had always had a crush on. He had moved in in third grade, and, um, and when we graduated from high school, he started asking me out. So I'm like, oh, good. I can forget about Andrew Johnson. This is my other plan B, dream come true. And so we started dating, but he was getting ready to leave on a mission, and so... Anyway, one night, the, all the group of us ended up going dancing, so I was with that other boy, Andrew was with the girl he was getting serious with, and we were all dating, or dancing at this place, and I just remember looking across the dance floor, and here I should be so happy with this guy I'd wanted to date for years, and all I could think about was Andrew, and I was so mad he was with that other girl. <laughs> And I just thought, oh my gosh, I will never, I really thought I will never be able to get married because if, if I'm married to someone else and then Andrew walked in the room, I would be in love with him. And so I better not marry anyone. This is horrible. Oh, that's so sad. Oh no. <laughs> so that's what I decided after that night. I may never get married because of Andrew Johnson. <laughs> so... I sent my missionary off on a mission, and then I went to BYU, and he was up at the U. So, after that, did you keep dating Andrew? You kept dating this one girl? Yeah, but I had a kind of a similar experience. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it the same night or different? No, time? no, a long, long time like that. <laughs> so, I was getting really serious with this with this young lady, and, and uh, you know, I was thinking that we were going to get engaged. And we went on this long road trip. And um, we were driving, I think we were going to St. George or something. So it was a pretty long road trip. Yeah. And she fell asleep and her neck was kind of crooked. And, and I kept on looking over thinking, 
when she wakes up, her neck's really going to hurt. <laughs> and I kept on thinking, if it was Robin, I think I'd gently wake her up and just give her a pillow or something. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, you're going to keep case with this girl and you yeah, don't even worry about it. Right. And so that's when I knew that it was like, this isn't going to work out. So then I broke it off. Oh, uh, because so I thought, funny. you know, this is rubbish because I keep thinking about Robin. And uh, maybe maybe it's not a good idea to, to, you know, get engaged to somebody else. So that's when I started thinking that maybe maybe she's old enough now that we can get serious. Yeah, how old were you both at this point in time? Well, Robin, was, Robin was at 18, so she was at the Y. Okay, yeah, you're just starting college. Yeah, yeah you said yeah. that. And, and I, was, I was still at the U. Okay. 24? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, it was crazy, too, because... Um, before I left for BYU, I, I had someone give me a blessing, you know, a priest of blessing. And, and in it, in the blessing, he said, you will know the one the Lord wants you to marry. And I remember thinking, wow, okay, I, I better watch out for that. Then, like, how is he going to tell me? You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. What does that even mean? And so all year, my first year at BYU, you know, I was like on the lookout, like, are you the one the Lord wants me to marry? Are you the one? <laughs> You're just waiting for some glowing light to walk in the room. <laughs> so all year, I kept, every guy I dated, I'm like, gosh, I wonder if he's the one, you know, how will I know? And Mr. Wright never showed up at BYU. So I'm like, oh, well, that was kind of a silly blessing to give before my school year. And so yeah, true. I just kind of forgot about it, you know, finally came home. But um, then when I got home, I couldn't find a job in, in Kaysville. And so I finally ended up getting a job in Salt Lake. And Andrew was working in Salt Lake for the summer. And so she was working at a flower shop. So I found every reason I could think of to go to this flower shop. I was buying flowers for everybody. I was buying flowers for my home teaching family. I was buying flowers for my mom. I was buying, I was buying flowers for everybody just as an excuse to go to the flower to shop to see her. Wow, that's awesome. So you still hadn't thought about, well, I guess maybe thought about, but you hadn't dated or anything. I mean, you're needing to buy flowers as an excuse to talk to her and see her still. Yeah. So, so at this point I knew it was, it was going to start getting kind of serious. And so I then went into all out mode. So, <laughs> Just flip the switch. That's right. Go from all, all flowers out. to all yeah, out mode. All out mode. So all out mode was we would do these elaborate dates totally elaborate dates and I would give her a packing list of clothes <laughs> so we would go on dates that would require three different sets of clothes but Holy she wouldn't boy. she wouldn't necessarily know what they were she would just get a packing list and so we would go on these crazy cool elaborate kind of dates we'd go play tennis and then he would take me out to dinner and then we'd dress up and go to the theater and Wow, you know, just that's crazy. Fun stuff. Do you remember the first date you went on after having not dated for a while? Um, well, the day, the first day he showed up at the flower shop, I, I remember he said, um, he was like, hey, I, I need to take these flowers to my, the people I home teach for Mother's Day. So 
I'm gonna buy them, but I've gotta go back to work. So I'll make you a deal. If you'll keep them for me till the end of the day, then I'll take you out to dinner, okay? And so I'm like, okay, well, you could just keep them at work. But you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. And so anyway, I went back to work and we were making corsages because it was Mother's Day. So, you know, my million people buy yeah. corsages. And I just remember, I was trying to tie the ribbon on the corsage and my hand was shaking so bad. I was so Twitter painted that Andrew Johnson showed up at my work. I didn't even know how he knew I worked there. And my hands were shaking so bad. I just had to do like sweep the floors for a minute. I couldn't even I couldn't even think straight. Mm -hmm. So then we just went out to dinner that night and got pizza. But I didn't think he was serious, you know. So you were pretty surprised then. At yes. All. Yeah. Yeah. And after that first date, it went well. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a few dates that were a little dodgy. <laughs> like Better the, than the very the, first one. The, the time that she wanted to humiliate me. And, and, uh, she, oh, she, wanted to, she wanted to see hey, no. if I would be a good sport about losing. And so Robin is a really, really good tennis player. And so it was her idea that we go play tennis because she wanted to see how I would handle humiliation. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Putting him through the tests there. <laughs> see, see, that, that, nowadays, I think it would be, I think it would be to see how I would react if the internet went down, you know, because that brings out the worst in me. But but I think back in those days, it was to see how I would handle defeat. I just oh. I just had to know, you know, that he wasn't this man that was so prideful he couldn't handle me being a amazing tennis player. Amazing, that's something so. <laughs> It was like a test, man. In my mind, it was a test. And this was not just a match. This was like Wimbledon. Like I was out for the kill just to see how it would go down. Yeah, there was like <laughs> aces. It was like, you know, like she played in high school and she went to state championship yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And then she played co-eds in, in uh, BYU. But I mean, these were, these were not like gentle. This was like ace. Koosh. Like, I didn't see it. Had you played much tennis at all, Andrew? Or not well, really? I thought I was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes it even worse. That's really. why I was fine with accepting the challenge. But, yeah. but this is the thing. He was so amazing. He was such a good sport. He just kept me laughing the whole time. It was hard to stay focused. And I have never won him since. Not <laughs> once. What, really? Uh, never. <laughs> but I knew. Yeah, I knew she, she, she would, would just support me. Play with me. I mean, it was like she'd hit it over this corner, and then she'd hit it over here, and I'd be running back, and she'd just be, just not even moving. I mean, oh, like, that is awesome! But I obviously passed. You passed the test. He Congratulations! Passed flying yes. colors. <laughs> he was so good about it. That's funny. Did you put him through any other tests, or is that the only one you uh, can remember? That was probably the only one I could think of. <laughs> three or maybe four weeks when this happened. I mean, not the tennis game, but um, but Andrew had a chance to speak in church. And you know the American family that he lived with, he had an uncle in that family and they were speaking together and I knew the uncle as well. And so he asked me to come here, listen to him talk. So I was excited to go and Andrew got up first and he spoke and he made a joke about the uncle, you know, and yeah. then... The uncle got up to speak, and he made a joke about Andrew. 
And then at the end, the uncle, it felt like he looked right at me, but he, I think he was just looking at an audience, but he said, in all seriousness, I just want you to know, and he only had one daughter, but he said, if my daughter came home and said she wanted to marry Andrew Johnson, I would be thrilled. And when he said that, it was like the spirit just pierced me in a way I, I have never felt before or since. And the spirit just flooded me from the top of my head. It went all the way down to my toes. And my arms, I mean, I was just on fire. And and if I even looked up at him, I would start to cry. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this is. And, you know, it was only later that night as I looked back, I thought, oh, my word, that is my witness. And I am going to marry Andrew Johnson. And that's who the Lord wants for me. Wow, that is so powerful. And it was it was really incredible, and and I was still only eighteen. I hadn't even had my nineteenth birthday yet, and and we had just been dating a couple of weeks. We had not talked about marriage or anything, but were you guys like exclusively dating at this point, or had uh, you even said anything? Yeah, about I think it? we were getting yeah. close. Yeah. All right, it was kind of sliding into that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I I think Heavenly Father just knew I needed some time to. Get ready. <laughs> I I was I don't know if it anyway. So then things progressed from there. Um, I was working at the U of U at the time. Um, I worked in the data processing department, so my I I worked the swing shift from three till eleven. Okay. And and so there was there was some flexibility there, <laughs> and so my work partner and I would would sort of trade off and take long date, uh, long lunches and stuff. And so there was a dance that was being held on the plaza at the U of U. Um, and so I asked Rob if she wanted to go to it. And so she said, yeah. So, and she knew that, that I loved letters. I loved having um, written letters. And so uh, I came back to my car and on the windshield, um, there was a, a letter and it just said to Andrew. So I got it, and it was a really sweet letter. It was a beautiful letter. And then at the end of it, it said, there are eight more letters. So I'm like, whoa, eight more letters. That's so cool. But she told me where they were, and I went to them, and it was an envelope, and it had the eight letters to spell out, I love you. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and and I, went, awesome. I went back, I went back to work, um, and I told my coworker, she really likes me. <laughs> you think? This is, this is. And so, so when I first you asked when I first saw her at thirteen, I thought she was really pretty, and then I saw her go through her teenage years and saw her become beautiful. But then I saw her and she was drop dead gorgeous, and 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 it was like, and and a lot of people go through that awkward teenage age, you know, where yeah. they're sort of, you know, getting acne or growing up or, you yeah, know. Yeah, I got the braces, out, everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robin never went through that stage. <laughs> never. So she was this athletic, you know, blonde, just, just vivacious, bubbly, happy, all the way through. So she was, she was always pretty. Then she became beautiful and then she became drop-dead gorgeous. And so that's when... <laughs> That's when I knew that it was time to propose. Oh, man, that is awesome. 
So how how long had you been dating when you decided you wanted to propose? Um, we'd been going for about what six months, yeah. five months, maybe four months, two months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I got home from BYU in April. Okay. And and then he proposed in August. So it was mostly over that summer. Just that summer, that you, yeah. So had you talked about about getting married at all before you proposed? Well, there was one funny story. <laughs> Remember, I sent off a missionary, so... Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about how much I remembered oh, no. him, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that guy. <laughs> oh, no, poor guy. <laughs> I know. And so, at one point, Andrew was saying, you know, well, where are you going to go to school next year? And where are you going to do this? And, you know, I he was kind of trying to figure out his future and my future. And and I I still didn't know if I if he was going to be serious or not. Because we dated and then not dated and dated and then not dated. And so... I, even though I was totally falling head over heels in love with him again, I just didn't know where he was thinking about everything and where he was going. But so I remember one night he was trying to plan our future and I said, hey, Mr. Johnson, don't forget I have a missionary. And he looked me straight in the face and he said, do you want to write him or should I? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and, what a response. My heart skipped to be, I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't write him. I'll write him. I promise I'll write him. I'll write him this weekend. <laughs> so that's when I knew he was like, wow, we're getting serious. So then the <laughs> engagement, the engagement um, was pretty cool. I, I told you before that I like to do like elaborate dates. Well, yeah, I'm a bit of a, a romanticist, so it was going to be all in. All in. So Robin's dad was the dean of the art school at the U of U. And so ever since she was little, she always spent time at the art department at the U. You know, her dad was working there, and so she'd go there and stuff. And so she knows this place like the back of her hand. And it meant a lot to her. And so I talked to her dad and arranged to be able to um, propose to her in the atrium of the... Uh, gallery, the, the, library. the library there. Okay. So anyway, so I got it all arranged and I had uh, my best friend, his little sister, I got her roped into it as well. I get these little sisters roped in all the time. So I got, <laughs> got his little sister roped in and so we were going on a date. I told her something else. Probably gave her a different packing list for that date. But anyway, so we were going on a date and we came off Beck Street and I don't know if you know Beck Street in Salt Lake. Yeah, they're really steep yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's really cool because I always used to accelerate up there as fast as I could. And I would tell Robin to, you know, like close her eyes and pretend you're on an airplane because you actually are going up. Pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this time I actually gave her a blindfold and she put on a blindfold <laughs> and I said, okay, we're going on a plane ride. So then I accelerated up there really fast. And it really feels like you're taking off. So then we get up there and she's like, oh, it's fun. So I'm like, no, keep the blindfold on. So then I drove around for a long time and we ended up at the U of U at the um, art school. And so she's blindfolded still. And so I'm like, okay, take my hand and I'm going to lead you. And so we go in there and Robin knows the smells of the art school. And she's like, we're at the art department, but that can't be true. It and smells then, like silkscreen. <clears throat> printing or, or oh, like really? oils, acrylic. Oh, Were you no. surprised, Andrew, that she recognized that? No, no, I knew she would recognize that, okay. but, but she wouldn't have 
placed it together because yeah. then my friend met us at the elevator and, and said, Mr. Johnson, your, your table is ready. And she's like, so then we go up in the elevator and then um, his sister meets us at the top of the elevator like she's you know taking us to our table. And so she takes us to our table and I had this table all set up, or he actually had it set up, you know, with china and candles and, you know, the whole nine yards, yeah, yeah. which I like. So the whole, <laughs> the whole thing was set up. Um, and then I had her take a blindfold off, and then she knew exactly where she was, but she was still kind of disoriented because um, the, the little sister came and took off the, those big platters that have, like, yeah, the big silver thing. Yeah, 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 so she took off the platter. And there was the ring. Oh, that's and awesome. And so then there was, lot, there was a couple of letters there too. And so it was a resume. It was my resume to be a husband. And then, and then I had also, because I was working at the U, I got some letterhead from the president of the University of Utah. And I wrote a reference letter. Oh, that is to, so to funny. me and signed it, you know, like the president. And then I got another letter from... from a general authority, and, and forged <laughs> well, his really off. So, so, I, so I had this resume, and I gave her this resume, and then I gave her these two letters of reference, and then I got down and on my knee and gave her the, the ring, and she yeah. said yes. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so, Robin, what was going through your head this whole time from being blindfolded in the car? Oh, my gosh. Well, he always liked things elaborate, so I knew we were going on a date, you know, that... I thought, wow, he's got something really fun planned tonight. But I didn't expect that he was, I didn't know he was proposing that night. So my heart started racing, you know, the minute I kind of got a sense of what was happening. And I just kept thinking, can this be real? Can this, is Andrew Johnson actually, oh my gosh, could I be Mrs. Johnson? I, 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 like, it was just so exciting but almost unbelievable, you yeah. know, and just, I mean, going back to that moment, I thought I would have to be single forever if I couldn't marry him, <laughs> and then yeah, that's true. to think, no, I can marry him, and he is proposing, it was just unbelievable, it was just so exciting. Wow, that's incredible, that is quite the proposal, wow, <laughs> you went all out, I'm very impressed, <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> So then, um, we were at two different schools. Yeah. So I was at the U, and Robin was at BYU. Um, yeah, so you proposed in August, and mm -hmm. school was starting pretty soon. September, yeah. yeah. So yeah. how'd you, how'd you go about that? Yeah, so it was, it was tricky being um, apart, and you know, one of the things I didn't mention in that blessing that I was given. So, you know, the blessing came true because I I got my witness and I knew very early on this was the one God wanted me to marry. But in the blessing, I also said, you are going to have the greatest challenge in your life and you it will test your knowledge of light and darkness and good and evil and all of this. And, and when it said that, I was really scared thinking, wow, what? Is gonna go. Yeah, that is kind of scary. It's kind here. of ominous. Yeah. Um, but again, I never felt like that really happened at school, so I I just kind of put it out of my mind. But it was hard for me when we when we separated and went to our different schools because my parents got divorced when I was young, and so 
I had a lot of anxiety about relationships, you know, and a lot of fears about getting married in general that had nothing to do with Andrew. Just, yeah. do I really want to do this? Because it sure didn't look that fun, you know, growing mm -hmm. up. And, yeah, that's a good point. And so, and I, I just want to mention that because there's so many kids now in that situation that are children of divorce, you know. And so during that time, I really had a lot of battles that I had to fight, just overcoming my own mental anxiety about it, my fears, my worries. And again, it had absolutely zero to do with Andrew. I had loved him forever, but just that thought of, could I actually do this and get married? And, um, and I even had to go get some counseling during that time, you know, just to help me stay calm. Um, so it was hard to be apart. I think if we had been together more often, it would have been more reassuring. Yeah, for sure. You know, but um, so that was when my battle really came. And, and it was touch and go for a while. Some days I'm just like, no, I am too scared to do this. I am backing out. I can't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go through with this. And then I'd see him on the weekend. I'm like, what am I thinking? He's the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Yes, we're going to get married. And Anyway, so that was hard, and that, that was hard for Andrew, too, because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, were you aware of all so, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my, my anxiety kicked in at that point, too, which is, do I put a down payment on, a, on a, an apartment? I mean, what if she backs out on me? <laughs> right? So we got this really, really, really cute apartment yeah. down in Salt Lake. It was on First Avenue, and it had this massive, beautiful picture window. And we could see the temple right out of our picture window. We were that close to wow, the temple. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so we found this place. It was amazing. And I was like, what if I put a down payment on it and she backs out? Do I get to live there by myself? That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I still, I, I was in the last six months of grad school. So okay. I only had six more months to go in grad school. Was that yeah. six months to December? Um, from Dece when we got married in December, okay. I graduated in the June. Okay. So how had you worked that out too, how that was going to work with you at BYU, Robin? Yeah, so I had to switch schools, so okay. I transferred to the U. I went to the dark okay. side. <laughs> no, no. My, my, my family was all Ute fans, so it was good. So it was easy, easy yeah. transition. And my dad work there so yeah so I just switched schools and it all worked after that so all those struggles though that anxiety that you're going through was there any like solid resolution to that or was it just as it got closer and seeing Andrew more it kind of settled down well it was interesting because I remember this one session and my mom took me to a really good counselor it was Victor Klein I don't even know where he is now he may not be alive anymore, but anyway, he went, he asked me all these questions. He's like, well, do you think Andrew will provide for you? Do you think he'll take care of you? You know, is he kind to you? Is he, do you have the same dreams? Do you have the same vision? You know, and every question was like, oh, heavens, yes. He's so amazing. He's so good looking. He's so cute. He's so funny. He's so sweet. He's so everything. And then Dr. Klein said, and so why is it you don't want to get married to him? And I'm like, because I don't want to get married, <laughs> you know? And 
It's and just marriage in general that scares yes, you. Yes, yes. And he said, look, Robin, I counsel a lot of people, and I want you to know this is not uncommon. Girls like you who have been in a home of divorce, you know, but what will happen is you will find someone you care about, you will get close to commitment. The closer that commitment gets, the scareder you'll get, and you're ba you'll back out. He said, then you'll find someone else, you'll get close to commitment, you'll get to that point, and then you'll back out. He said, I've seen women do this over and over and over again, so you have to decide, is Andrew Johnson worth facing your fears? And it was, that was a no-brainer. You know, I knew if I gave Andrew up just to hold on to my fears, I would regret that the rest of my life. I'd already loved him for six years, <laughs> even though I was only 19 or 18, you know. I had already been in love with him so long. And so I just said, okay, God, you have to help me then. I, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do with these thoughts, but you have to help me. And he did. And really we got down to about three weeks before the wedding and I just, I was over it. I was over my fears and I was just so excited. I just couldn't wait to get married. And, and so really by the time the wedding day came, I was just exhilarated. I was so happy and so ready and so excited, but it was hard. I would, I would say that is the most courageous thing I ever did. Oh, good for you. That's really impressive <laughs> to, to face those fears. That can be really scary, that anxiety. Yeah. So, and it's totally worth it. We've been married 32 years now, <laughs> and he's had to put up with a lot. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, I guess just to finish up, um, I think it would be fun to ask both of you to just say in a couple sentences, after retelling the story that you've probably told a hundred times, but after doing this, if you can just say anything that you want to say to the other one. Well, I, I would say that I, I should also point out that, that when we were in the um, celestial room waiting to go in, that's when I was the most stressed because I thought she would still back out. So, <laughs> so I, I have seen her. I have seen you from a 13-year-old very pretty girl to drop-dead gorgeous. And my biggest fear was that I wouldn't be able to marry the girl that I absolutely loved. And I knew I was way out of my league way out of my league in terms of your beauty um, and I I married up in a massive way mm, you're so sweet well um, I've only had 19 years of my life without this man by my side and um, those um for all of these years that we've had together, he has just been my rock. He has been my strength. He's the one that makes me laugh when I want to cry. <laughs> and he makes me smile when I'm feeling down. And 
and overcoming the anxiety at that time was just the beginning. There was a lot of things I've had to work through and he's been so patient and so I've just been so blessed to be Andrew Johnson's wife and the years just keep getting better and better and we're empty nesters now most of the time and we love to be together and so thank you Andrew I love you so much and I love my eight lettuce I'll give you those eight lettuce back because I love you